This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. What up, my good people? I am being true. This is another installment of 84 Reasons. No games, no gimmicks, just reasons. Every, every week I sit down with a current, former, a future Florida Gator. My next guest, though, I mean, we're talking about strikeout specialists. He got, I mean, he, he be pissing these batters off. I mean, because you ain't fit to get much. But what I love about the most is Georgia boy. You know, listen, was in, was in, was in uh, Mississippi, decided to come, you know, uh, a state down to them Florida Gators. The strikeout specialist, Mr. Hurston. Walsh, you always going to wish that Hurston? Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having now, me. Hurston, man, thanks for coming on. Now, before I get into it, though, Thomasville, Georgia. What's up with them? What's up with Thomas County Central, though? I know y'all don't like each other. It ain't but three high schools down. I think one of them closed down. When I heard Thomasville, I thought, Thomasville, that's Wonder Bread down there. I think Nature's Valley's down there. Thomas County Central, we go, no, no, no. I'm from Thomasville. I went to Thomasville High. Do y'all got a nice little rivalry going on with them Thomas County Central boys? Oh, yeah. We got a good rivalry going on. All sports, football. I played football and baseball in high school, so it was there with both of them in the fall with, with football and then in the spring with baseball. So it was it was constant with me. Heard it back and forth. So, But it's it's a good rivalry, though. It's a lot of fun. It's Games are always sold out. You can always count on a good atmosphere and a, a lot of fans showing up, but it's a lot of fun. Now, Hurston, you, I mean, you modest with it. You say, yeah, I played some football. No, you you were a hell of a kicker and a punter now. Like, I I remember you coming out. Obviously, baseball was your sport of choice, but how was that? Because a lot of times people hear, well, he's going to college for baseball, but you say high school, it might be the last time I can play multiple sports before I get into one. Was football always that second sport for you? Yeah, it was it was a second sport. I, did, I didn't even start playing until high school. I never, never even crossed my mind, really. Um, but I... My siblings grew up playing soccer, so I was always around that. And then I played soccer growing up. And then uh, uh, our high school coach came up to me. He was like, dude, if you can kick anything like your brother could, like, I, I need I need a kicker. Um, and so I tried out. I ended up playing at uh, playing my freshman year, didn't play my sophomore year. And then I moved to Thomasville after my freshman year of high school. Um, and so I played there my junior and senior year, played a little bit of quarterback, and then uh, – was mainly the kicker for uh, for those two years. So, obviously, you uh you you know you went my Florida Gators right now. We gonna even get to how you went into that decision going from Southern Miss to uh, Florida. But man, when it comes to the baseball circuit, for though every for, for young men that want to go play collegiate baseball, could you please tell them that at a certain point your weekends just went away? Like I didn't have weekends growing up as a young man. It was sleeping in the car in a new city every single week. But because, I mean, as a person who has two daughters who has to do the softball circuit, the volleyball circuit, I hear about baseball circuits and, I, and people say the same thing. Man, you got to love it, man. Because if you don't, you know, you're going to burn out. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll fall out of love with it real quick if, you, if you're not bought in 100%. So, I mean, it's like during the summer in high school, if you're if you're really wanting to play college baseball, I mean, you, you have to know that, I mean, every single weekend you're going to have to be traveling somewhere, playing some type of tournament, playing in front of college coaches, getting your name out there. And then, I mean, not even to mention the draft, like if you want to get drafted, the, the, the things you have to go through to 
with scouts and making sure you're going to the tournament so the scouts are going to be at. I mean, when at that age with high schoolers, I mean, they're going to go to the most concentrated places. They're going to go to those bigger tournaments where they're going to see the most talent. And so, I mean, it's like, it's crazy because you, you know, like you obviously want to have summer and you want to be a kid and enjoy life. But then again, like if you want to, if you really want to play baseball and pursue it as a, a career, I mean, you gotta, you gotta invest a lot of time into it and not just, not just where you play, but the amount of time that you put in outside of the field with, I mean, all the little things, everything that, you know, adds up to being able to play at the next level. So, I mean, it's, it's a, a ton of time, but I mean, it all pays off and it's all worth it if you're, if you're really invested in it. So. 2022 third team all american 2023 preseason first team all american by collegiate baseball played in the super regional last year man that that's that's pretty that's pretty you know uh prestigious when you think about college baseball obviously you know you guys didn't, didn't make it past them old miss rebels not to give them any love but shout out to the rebel well, what was that like though because we hear about the regional super regionals what was that like for you to get that that postseason uh you know uh you know uh experience in, you know collegiate baseball Oh, it was unreal. I mean, it's like you think about college baseball and you think about I mean, you think about Omaha, but I mean, you think about the the 60, 65 games that you have to play before you even get to Omaha. I mean, that like then the regionals and the super regionals. Um, I mean, it's it was awesome. That atmosphere was unreal. I mean, with with the regional, we played LSU and I mean, you heard about their offense from start to finish. I mean, they they hit. And so them being an hour and a half away from us, their fans traveled like crazy. And then the in-state rival with Ole Miss, uh, being around that, it was that was unreal. I mean, it was it's what you dream of when you think about playing at the next level and playing college baseball and wanting to go to Omaha. Like, if you're gonna go to Omaha, you have to play the best. And like, you know, we we played the best, and obviously they ended up winning it. So it's just, I mean, it was everything about it was you know a dream come true. So. I mean, Hurst, you're talking about playing the best. I mean, you won the best. I mean, what? You threw two complete games and a shutout in the same season. I mean, what is that like? Because as a pitcher, listen, I, I don't know what it is about y'all and these managers or whatever or head coaches. Y'all don't even look at them like, oh, I'm not coming. Y'all do not like to come out. But you, you know, but two complete games and a shutout. I mean, what was that like for you in your and still your very young collegiate career? You know, honestly, the those two games, it was uh they felt so much shorter than like a full complete game. Like, you know, you get out there and you're just like, usually by the third inning for me, like it, once I get into the third inning, it just becomes a cycle. Like, I, I, you know, you don't look at the scoreboard. You don't look at what inning it is. Like you just, you're just out there. Like you, you know, they get the third out, your offense gets the third out. Like, okay, time to go back on the mound, time to go again. Like, it's just a cycle. And then you look up and it's the, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth inning, and you're a hundred and something pitches deep, and you're, you know, you don't want to come out of the game. You know, you're you're so invested in it that, you know, you want to throw 200 pitches or however many pitches it takes you to get through the game. You know, you hope you don't have to throw 200 pitches to get through the game, but, you know, you you just want to keep going until until you can anymore. So it's uh, it's a, it's awesome to be able to get to that point and then just just want to keep going. First two years at Southern Miss, you decided to jump into the transport portal. I mean, what? I mean, well, first and foremost, I, I mean, I was I had nothing to do with the Kevin O, the coach O'Sullivan call you and go and listen, her so listen, stop playing. We want you, we get on the plane or what? Like what? What was that? Because it's not like you weren't successful where you were. Most of the time, people hear, oh, I did, I wasn't playing, it wasn't what I wanted. No, you were very successful in Southern Miss, but what went into the decision saying, look, 
I love my teammates. I love my, you know, the coaches. I love where I'm at, but I want more. What, what went into the decision to get into the portal come to Florida? I think, I think that was pretty much it is I, I just, I kind of wanted more out of myself. You know, I kind of wanted to challenge myself again and take on the, you know, take on the transfer and, you know, see where it would take me. And, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get through the year and look back and be like, you know, I have any regrets about anything that I did. And so I just, you know, decided to pull the trigger, um, enter the portal. And Coach O'Sullivan was one of the first couple of coaches to call me. He, I was in North Carolina. We were uh, Team USA at the time. So he hopped on a plane, flew to North Carolina, and uh, I talked to him like three days after entering the portal. And uh, it was, he's awesome. I, you know, you always hear about Florida and the pitchers that they produce. And so he, he, that was, it was on my mind, like when I entered the portal of places that I would like to go. Um, so being able to talk to him firsthand and being the real, the first coach that I actually talked to, um, in person and, uh, he made a really good impression on me and, uh, was very convincing and, um, is just, I mean, it seemed like a, the right fit. Person, when you think about Florida Gator baseball, I mean, take nothing away from, you know, the LSU, the Tennessee, I know they had one of their best seasons ever. But like you said, you like, man, I hear about these dudes. Like, even though I'm in, you know, even though Southern Miss is in the Sun Belt now, they was in the Conference USA. <clears throat> what was it about Florida that was attractive to you? Yes, you got Coach O'Sullivan. Yes, you got the, the the prestige. But you see, man, these dudes are good top to bottom, from pitching to offense to defense. What made you feel as though you could fit in a team that was already loaded? You know, I I felt like if I couldn't if I couldn't make it here, then I wasn't gonna make it to the next level. Like if I wanted to, to, you know, prove to myself mainly that you know I could I could pitch it in this league, I could pitch in the SEC, and I could do it every weekend. Um, you know, I could take on that challenge and um, pretty much better myself as a player. And you know, I wanted to come in here and make it make an impression quickly, and um, you know, fit in this clubhouse, and you know, make sure that. I was doing everything I needed to do to continue to grow, but also, um, you know, learn the ways of this program. And, um, but I mean, it's, it was awesome to see the year that this program had last year, even though that, I mean, it, they weren't supposed to, they weren't supposed to have this great year. And then they, you know, they struggled, came back, um, made it to the SEC tournament finals and then hosted a regional, um, ended up playing Oklahoma who went to, um, made it to the, Omaha finals and I mean it's like everything about their year like it was like it you know you didn't hear about them in the beginning you heard about their struggles and then heard about the success at the end and I think that was kind of a you know a reoccurring theme was like they you know they were going to fight for that playoff spot they were they were going to do everything they had to do to to make it to the playoffs make it to the regionals host a regional make it to Omaha whatever and then you know, the amount of times that they went to Omaha you know before winning it in 17 and then the few times after um, I mean, it's like everything, like you just hear about him so much recently in recent history and then before that even. So, I mean, it was just a, it was a program that was definitely on my mind when I was looking for a, a new place to play. Talking with Hurston Waldrip, just phenom pitching for them, for them on 2023 Florida Gators, 2022 third-team All-American, 2023 preseason first-team All-American, number 14 prospect for that 2023 MLB draft. But, I see you guys' camaraderie. Like, I can see it. Obviously, when you watch the game, they get, you guys highlight. Whoever do you guys highlights, I mean, incredible. But 
you you one of those guys. Talk about it because a baseball team is different than any other team. A softball team is similar to a baseball team because you guys, do, y'all do everything together. It's constant motivation, whether you're on the mound, whether, you, whether you're on defense, or, you know, at the plate. But what what is that camaraderie like for you guys? Because it looks like you guys enjoy uh, playing with each other out there. Yeah, I think you have to have that. You have to be able to enjoy it, and you have to be able to put your, you know, selfishness aside. Like if you're not playing, you're not getting the innings, whatever. I mean, you're you're still a part of that. You're still a part of that program, and I think that's something that this team does so well. Is we all know that there are so many pieces that can play at any position. I mean, there we got guys that we got so many guys that could be starting our lineup every day of the week. And I mean, it just, it can't happen that way. You know, you can only play nine guys and you know, you can only have one guy on the mount at the time. So being able to come together, realize that and just make each other better each and every day and not be selfish about it. And I mean, just, you know, we, we're all here for the same reason. We're all wanting to go to Omaha. And, you know, I think, I think most of us realize that, which is awesome. I mean, it's, it's very, very hard for, an entire team to click like that and for all of us to come to the field every day with the same goal and just to, I mean, better everyone and, um, you know, fight to fight to win and fight to play our best. So. You went from hearing about SEC baseball. Now you, now you in the thick of it. You guys are who everybody wants to play in conference, out of conference, but now that you doing it, I mean, obviously you got the goods, but what is that feeling like now? Is it everything you thought it would be? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's awesome to, you know, be at the top of someone's hit list. You know, we we lost to JU last night. I mean, it, it is what it is. It happens. You're not going to have a you're not going to have a perfect season. But I mean, you, you saw the way they reacted when they did. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, oh, they were they were coming for our throats because of because of who we are. But now we have to bounce back and play Miami this weekend, which is arguably arguably our one of our toughest series of the of the year so I mean it's you know you can't focus on that game you have to look forward to the next one so I mean you mentioned that you mentioned that Miami rivalry man I mean let, let's call it if you play baseball in the state of Florida we don't like none of y'all the boys over there on the panhandle the boys out there in South Florida but what is what is what how, how do you keep your emotions under you because at, at the same listen it's you the hitter and the catcher every every time you're a very aggressive guy so you go after guys look I, I'm coming at you how do you keep your poise and how would you describe, you know, your pitching style when you're on the mound? I think that's the name of the game, though. Is I mean, it doesn't matter who you play. Like, at, at the end of the day, you're still playing baseball. Like, so what? I mean, the guy the guy you're facing, he's just another hitter, you know? That's how you have to look at it. You can't look at it as, oh, I'm playing Miami this weekend. I have to, I have to level up my game. Like, I mean, not really if the atmosphere is going to level it up for you. Like, you're, you're there for a reason, and – it doesn't matter what you think. You don't have to try harder. You don't have to throw harder, spin your curveball better. Like at the end of the day, you're still playing baseball. So, I mean, if, if the coaches didn't trust you to be out there, then they wouldn't have you out there. So the way I look at it when I'm on the mound is, you know, it's just baseball. I put in the work. I do everything off the field to make sure that I'm prepared for these moments. And, you know, I'm, I'm out there fighting and trying to, trying to be the best version of myself. That's a, I don't I don't know as too many things in life you can compare to a pitcher. I mean, you got, you know, you got the ump. Hopefully you got a good ump that can see, hopefully. Uh, you know, you, you'll catch it. But what are you looking at with a hitter? Like, are you looking at tendencies? Are you looking right at them? Like, it's like the game within the game. Because most people will never know what it's like to be a pitcher. All we see is you either shake your head, yes, no, tell them, no, don't give me something else. But what are you looking at when it comes, obviously it's just another hitter, but what, what are the keys? Are, are you keying on something? 
Yeah, so the first time through the lineup, you're looking for a lot. I mean, you can tell a lot by, or about a hitter by the way he looks at the first pitch of the at-bat. I mean, you can tell what he's looking for, what he's not looking for, what he can see, what he can't see. I mean, you can tell everything pretty much from the first pitch, and then everything plays off that first pitch, you know? I mean, if he takes a good swing on a fastball, then you can tell he's going to want to be aggressive. So, I mean, it's you can work off of that. But, I mean, the first time through the lineup, you try to get as much as you can so you can go deeper in the game. You can face him two or three times after that and then, you know, maybe a fourth. Um, so, I mean, you're you're looking at small things. You're looking at his eyes. You're looking at how he, how he looks after he takes that first pitch. You know, does he take back, like, step back and kind of like, okay, like that was, you know, that was a good pitch. Or does he step back and like he's shaking his head like he's confident that he saw the pitch. You know, there's there's so many things that play into it or like, I mean, most guys, they're just, you know, they're up there, they're up there pitching. They don't care what the hitter thinks. They're up there, they're throwing their best stuff. They're just letting it eat. And it's like, the guys like that, it's awesome to watch because they just don't care. Like, they're literally up there to throw as hard as they can. And they're throwing their stuff. They know it's good. They know they can strike anybody out. And then, I mean, they're, they're just going to pitch as long as they can, which is awesome. And then, you know, you have guys that can, you know, they don't throw as hard, but they're up there dicing just like everybody else because they know how to read a hitter. Speaking of guys, you you know, I mean, you you a freak yourself, uh, Hurston, with what you do on the mound. But you play with this freak named Jack Cagney. I don't know who this kid is. He look first when you see him, I'm like, um, the football department is down the road. Six five, two forty five, Jack Hammer, Jack Tiny, what whatever, what, Jack of all trades, whatever. What is it like playing with a guy? One could be on the mound, but two when he no no when he's that bad. What type of fear do you think he puts in opposing pitches? Well, I uh, I have the pleasure of working out with him almost every day in the fall. He was uh we were we were in the same rack pretty much the whole fall working out together, and so I I've always been on him like he's he's yeah he's six five two forty five but he's a big teddy bear and we're not on the field and he's I mean he's awesome he's he's a great dude I love him to death but uh when you when you put him on the field you don't you don't mess with him he's he's unreal he's unstoppable if if he's got the right mindset he's he's got everything there he's confident on the mound I mean he, you just you don't get in his way you let him do his thing you know you know he'll he'll take care of business if he's confident and if he gets mad then you just you really don't get in his way cuz then he'll just he'll run through a brick wall so i mean he's he's awesome he, he can do everything and you know he's he's a very confident player on the field which is you know what you want to see, but I mean he's he's great. He's he's uh we're lucky to have him on the on the staff and on the offensive side. Hurston, when you at your, when you're at your best, like obviously you know do you is it something you feel or are you out there saying dude? Because every every player says this, man, I feel good today. That's that's just something we tell ourselves. But at what point during the game you saying dude, I'm not gonna show it. I got this poker face when I'm on the mound. But at what point do you say sorry sorry I feel. The infield gonna get a lot of work, y'all. Y'all just chill out there because it's it's not gonna be much work for y'all today. I mean, I, I I usually settle in around the third inning. Like if I'm settled in by the third inning, I'm great. If I'm you know first two innings, with me, I get I get so much adrenaline like going into those games. I'm fired up, ready to go, ready to ready to compete. And uh, once I settle in about the third inning, and I you know whatever pitch they call, I'll I'll throw it. And I usually don't shake. I'm just I'm up there getting the sign and going. You know I'm I'm just doing my thing and comfortable. And um, I usually get in that groove and just just start rolling. You got the cheat code, man. Coach O'Sullivan, he's he's seen it all, done it all. I mean from Putting players in the bigs, 
win, win it all. I mean, you guys are perennial, you know, uh, playoff team every single year. You're playing in the SEC, some of the best baseball in the country. What is it like having him as a coach, knowing that I can trust every single thing he says? And Because as players, we want a coach that got a pedigree. Yes, we respect your position, but if you got the pedigree and the resume to back it up, it makes me say, okay, what is it about having a guy like that that says, I can trust everything he says, everything he tells me, and I can apply it out there? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's what you want. Like, you want somebody that's seen it all. You want somebody that's had the experience. So when you're on the field, you know that whatever he's calling, whatever he's telling you, he's he's saying it for a purpose. He's not just out there saying words just to try it out. Like, it's that's not how he works. If he says something, you better listen and – you know, you better you better take it to heart because it, it means something. So for him to have that experience with guys, you know, going to the big leagues, you know, playing the next level, playing in Omaha so many times. I mean, it, he's obviously seen it like he's he's gone through it. So, I mean, knowing that as a player, like you, you have a lot of confidence and a lot of trust in your coaching staff. Person, how dangerous can this team be? Because like like you said, I, I like your attitude. When you said, okay, we lost to Jay. You're not gonna you're not gonna win. The best team in baseball don't always win it. Because a lot of things go your but if you guys are firing on our offense, the bats going crazy, you guys are doing it at the mound, how dangerous can this team go and I mean and how far can you guys go this year? I mean, obviously there's you know, there's the expectations of like us going to Omaha, but I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to everyone playing their best at the right time. So, I mean, as as long as, you know, as long as we're together, like like you said earlier, as long as the team chemistry is there, you know, I think the sky's the limit for all of us. You know, we we expect the most out of ourselves. And for us, it's one game at a time. Like, I mean, it's this weekend's everyone's so hyped about this weekend, but we can't focus on the weekend. We have to focus on Friday. You know, like we can't just – we don't want to we don't want to get caught up in the oh you know we're this good because you know oh we have jack like oh our you know our weekend staff like oh our our bullpen our hitters like we can't you know you can't put it on one specific piece of the team like we want to be able to say oh like the party gators are playing baseball like they're 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 killing it right now like we don't we want to be able to say that from game one to game you know the last game in Omaha like that that's our goal like we want to be able to play the best from start to finish. Hurston is there is there a favorite team you like to go up against already is there is there a team you say when I see these when I see these guys man let's let's go. I mean you can you can argue like this and that I mean Tennessee you know you always oh I mean with SEC you're you're playing the best every time you step on the field pretty much I mean it's it's I don't know. It's just a cool experience for me to be able to say that, you know, I can I can play in this league and I can, you know, I can pitch and play for the Gators. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's just about playing baseball. So, Person, because I have you here, you know, it's all these unwritten rules in baseball. right? Maybe you can help me. If, if, if somebody go yard on you, which is rare and he's staring at you, are you saying, do you better hurry up? Because y'all pitchers and batters and the bat flip like. Listen, listen, I'm I'm a listen, I'm a baseball purist, right? I'm a Braves fan, because I root for the best. But you as a pitcher, if somebody goes yard on you and they staring at you a little bit too long, or they're staring at their work a little bit too long, do you say to yourself, hey bro, let's go? Like I get it, but do you want to get on around the bases or how how do you how do you deal with that? So I'm not a very flashy guy on the mound. Like you 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 see the same face from me from the first time I step on the mound to the last time I leave the mound. Like that's that's my thing. So if I if I'm not gonna show you up, you don't show me up. 
like yeah you hit a home run like you can admire it but don't don't be staring at me like <laughs> I didn't I didn't stare at you I didn't show you up don't show me up that's that's kind of the way I work so I mean it's a it's a respect thing but it's also a, like it's a gamesmanship like it's you know if I if I'm gonna if I'm not gonna show you up when I strike you out don't show me up if you hit a home run off of me like it's it's just a respect thing is 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 there a is there a uh, a picture that you pattern your game after? Um, Tyler Glasnow. He's a he's a big one. He's uh probably one of the best pitchers in the game right now. And we've I've always like I watched him a lot growing up, and then I ended up having similar features the way we pitch and um, pitch style. So I model a lot of my game after him. Now now I gotta ask this. You you got the same face from start to finish. If I don't show you up, don't show me up. But y'all playing, you know, Miami or Tennessee or LSU. Tagley on goes yard, and he's staring at a picture. Do you go stare at him, Jack? Does it does it switch up because it's Jack? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I you know I kind of I kind of like to keep my keep my cool. You know, like he hits a homer. He's pretty respectful about it though. Like most of our guys know. Like if the pitcher tries to show you up, like you can show him up. But uh, no, I think everybody on our team is pretty good about, you know, they they get around the bases. They might they might look at it for a second and then go. But you know, with, but with the way the umpires are nowadays, like Jack hit a home run the other day and he like he looked at it for a second and then dropped his bat and the umpire like yelled at him as he was leaving the box. I was like, dude, he didn't even like he didn't do anything compared to what most of these hitters do after hitting a home run. So, I mean, a lot of us like we're kind of scared to almost scared to you know admire a home run. So. But uh, yeah, I mean, umpires umpires keep us pretty in check these days. And finally, you know, we talked about it earlier. When you were a young kid, and baseball becomes what you want your life to be, you almost got to give up your childhood. We talk about the, the the road trips and the weekends and the tournaments. Because I have you here, mom and dad, and you got older brothers, you know, two younger sisters. What do you say to them? Because those are the ones who got to make the sacrifice with you. I'm pretty sure your sisters are like, oh my God, are we going? Some-? Yep, get in the car. We're going somewhere again. Yeah. So my oldest sister, she, uh, she, she was the one that took most of the, uh, the traveling. My older brother, he didn't, he, he went to some tournaments, but by the time I was playing, um, by the time I was playing like real travel ball, he was in college and kind of doing his own thing. And then my, my two younger sisters, the, the youngest one, she loves it. I mean, she'll go anywhere in the world. She can't wait to come to Gainesville every weekend to watch the Gators play. She, she actually, she was a Florida fan growing like I don't know where it came from, but she's always a Florida <laughs> fan and my dad's a Georgia fan, so they, they they always argue about that, but it's hilarious. She's eight years old, she has the personality of a twenty year old, I swear. And uh she I mean, she's awesome. She's right there rooting and hollering, I can hear her over the whole over the whole crowd and then um my older sister, she she comes to a few games, but yeah, it's we we were a traveling family growing up from my older brother playing travel ball, my younger sister playing or my older sister playing travel soccer and so, I mean we were we were never uh we were never not used to the, the go 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 all the time. He is Hurtson Waldron getting ready getting ready for this Miami series. I listen, I, I don't I don't deal with, I don't even talk I don't like to give love to those other schools not named the University of Florida. Thomasville, Georgia. Went to Thomasville High. Went up against some Thomas County Central boys. Balled out of two different sports. Sister was a Florida fan. The young, the youngest sister is smart. She root for the boys in orange and blue. I don't even like red and black. Don't like Athens. It ain't Gainesville. You know, you know how I go. But 
person, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Tell your teammates, man, to come through and highlight it, man. I'm trying to talk to as many of you guys as possible and tell Jack if I said anything about him that he did that he don't like, I apologize. I don't want no trouble with that young man. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hand him in for you. I'll, I'll put him in his place.